What's up, All About Like You? It's your co-hosts, Eileen and Esther. We're good friends who don't have much in common. Except our plans to have more fuck yes moments in our lives. Let's do this, boo. Yeah. Happy Friday, Esther. Happy Friday. How are you today? I'm well. I just, as you well know, just messed up a carpool situation. So frazzled, but alive. Oh, frazzled. Doing alive. our best, you know? Yeah, doing our best. I feel like that's like the theme of I'm not like you lately. Doing our best. Doing just our best. Doing our best, kid. Doing our best. <laughs> doing our best. Um, well, speaking of doing our best, it seems like a lot of the influencers and creators that we follow are also doing our best. I was just, while I was waiting for you, I was doing a little scan of my TikTok and my Instagram. It seems like everybody's talking about bed bugs. WTF. That's so like 10 years ago. Well, they're talking about bed bugs in Paris during Paris Fashion Week. I know, but now everybody thinks they're coming back to New York. Well, they're coming back because everyone's going to bring them. And I want to remind yes. you that I am going to Paris on October uh, 19th, and I'm really struggling with this. Like, I don't want to go now, um, but <laughs> Tinks did post some recommendations for how you not bring them home. Yeah. But I also feel like this is like every other news story yes. where they just try to like instill absolute fear and scare <laughs> the shit out of us. But I will say- um, I don't think this is the shout out Scott would have wanted since he always wants us to give him a shout out on this podcast. Yesterday, I was really stressed about this bed bug situation and he changed my screensaver to say, my name is Esther and I love bed bugs. <laughs> and I came wow. back to the bathroom and my computer said that and I was even more scared than I was before. I just hate bugs so much and I'm miserable over this news story. I really didn't want to talk about bed bugs and I had like three things to potentially Ugh. open with, but now I feel like I, I, so I've told you this, I, we had bed bugs when I lived in New York I, City a hundred years ago. I leave the whole state. Honestly, there is literally nothing worse. There's like two really bad things that have happened to me in my life. Like bed bugs is one of them. And yeah, prevent them at all costs because it really is awful. I, I know. On I a happier and lighter note. Down, so we'll have to. Yeah. Well, when, yeah. Um, on a happier and lighter note. Yeah. Since yes. the bed bugs were not a good place to start, people might have hung up. No. We were talking earlier about TikTok trends. We learned about a new trend today, the body trend. Yeah, we did. I've been seeing that all over my um TikTok and I really didn't understand it. So Eileen did some Googling and now we're there. It's it's <laughs> like, you know how they say body count? Like it's how many people you've slept with. So if you slept with 10 people, your body count is 10. Now the children are adding to your body count based on just like if you would like them. <laughs> it was so funny because we were looking at examples and it was like, if you sat next to them at a restaurant, that's body. a body. If you know what their perfume is, that's a body. Yeah, if you know what perfume, what cologne they wear, body. Like, these if, kids. if you breathe in their direction intentionally, oh, it's a body. that's a body. I know. So it really cracked us up and we love to know about a good Gen Z trend. So we were on top of it. 
But then we were doing examples via text because we think we're very funny. And so we had an example where Esther and I, you may have seen on our socials, were together over this past weekend on Sunday. Uh, there was a really cool music festival in Connecticut called Sound on Sound. And I went with my fam and Esther went with her fam. And we both agreed that John Mayer is a body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his singing is a body. <laughs> His guitar playing is a body. Maybe he counts as two bodies. <laughs> two bodies. Uh, he does count as two bodies. Um, anyways, so also it was very funny because I was with my sister. Um, shout out to Maura. Uh, driving to Sound on Sound. And we were talking about she was with one of her high school best friends and one of her college best friends. And we were talking about how there's just something so reassuring about being with like your oldest best friends. Um, I actually was with one of my best friends Friday and Saturday, who's one of my oldest best friends of 20, I think we decided 26 or 27 years, uh, which is a really long time. Um, but long we, time. she more gave us an idea for a podcast topic, which was um, this idea of friendships that can evolve with you. Um, we've talked before about friendships that can't evolve with you and, you know, we've all had our fair share of those that like when they show up again, they can be quite triggering. And ideally, if we're lucky, we also have our fair share of relationships that have stuck with us and have sort of seen us through the times and the evolution of like the different life stages and phases we've been through. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Old friends are the best friends. Here we are. Here we are. And I did get to meet some of your old friends at some point. <laughs> by, by the way, I don't really like this old word, but <sighs> everyone will have to understand the use for the, the sake of this episode it's topic. time versus age. Yes. I did get <laughs> to meet some of your childhood friends and we'll share a little bit on that later. <laughs> it did bring Something me- to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. It did bring me some joy. So why do you think Maura thought this would be such an interesting topic? Well, I think, well, I think her take on the topic was like, it is cool to have these friends as long as they don't trigger you or they don't expect you to be someone you were before. And like I said, I, I think that there are certainly, I mean, we've talked about this, We I think specifically in an episode related to like, I forget what it was called, but it was something about making sure the relationships in your life give you permission to change. Uh and there are those that don't work because some people want to keep you stuck in the past, but like there is beauty. And, and I think as you get older, like your, your friendship group gets smaller. Right. Yeah. So I think like there's so much beauty in like people that you retain because you retain them likely because they're not triggering. They're the opposite. They're the people that like lift you up and give you energy and all the good things. How many good friends do you have that would be considered old friends? So that is a good question. And I actually, oh, wait, wait, let's differ. Let's, let's decide what an old friend is also. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to go. Friends. Okay. You can go childhood. I'm going to define it by anybody who's been with you since college. That's how I defined it. Okay. So I basically have five best girlfriends from the old friend that fit the old friend definition two from high school, including the Friday best Friday, Saturday bestie, and then three from college Wow, that are like my oest, oest G's that I like are my ride or dies. That's a lot. It is a lot. 
But they're all worthy, I would tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I only have one. I don't know what that says about me. I don't Discard. think it says anything about you. I don't think it says anything okay. about you at all. So what do you think – you and I, we talked a little bit about this when we were prepping for the call. Like you had made a comment about how like those friendships may be deeper, which I'm not sure that that's always true. But I had said that I think that they may be deeper because they've seen every version of you. So they've yes. gone along that journey with you where they've seen like – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight versions of Eileen. <laughs> or Esther. Or Esther. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, I think like, yeah, maybe certain well, and I think there's also varying levels of depth, right? I mean, like I I also think you need female friends more as you get older. And I don't know, maybe that's my own personal experience, but there's certain things that I rely on these friends for that like no one else could give me or would give me in my life. And it's not to suggest that I don't have a great partner or a great marriage or a great mother or great, you know, all the other things, but like, I don't know, just people that are kind of going through it with you just have a different perspective. And I think women have, you know, are tend to tend to be more empathetic and more emotionally available. Um, but I think I've seen my, my female relationships evolve even recently in the past couple of years in a way that's like so supportive to just feeling like I have, I, I have this visualization, which I think I've shared with you before, typically when you think I'm crazy. So when I do my morning visualizations and I try and see like the future, I always see a group of women, like, and you're in the group of women that I see, but I always see a group of women wearing white. <laughs> what? It's happening. Have I never told you this before? No, and also we did discuss a white party, and I don't own anything white, so you're gonna have to like make it make me in black. <laughs> you're gonna have to wear off white to this. <laughs> it's not an event. It's just I think it's just like who I'm surrounded by in this like next chapter of my life or current chapter going into next chapter. Anyways, these friends are there too, and I um, I don't even know how I got into that subject, but I think that um, yeah, it's like people who have loved you through all the versions and are still hanging around. And like, now you kind of need them more than ever because life is more complicated now than it ever has been. And so like, I don't know, it just seems to be like a amazing yeah. bond that lasts, I don't know, the lifetime. I would say like, also, I don't, I laugh so much with my one OG friend, Lena, because we will remember things that we have done so long ago mm. that like you just can't believe, you know, all that, that, yeah. that meme that I love. That's like how, you know, challenges like what you did that and you questioning how you're even alive still. <laughs> so yes. like, there's so many things where you're like, how could we have possibly have done that? And you look back as adults and you like laugh in a way that you didn't think you would appreciate 20, 30 years later. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Like, especially, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think, um, especially like high school and college friends, like, I mean, the shit you, (laughs) or or at least I got into in high school and college. I did learn an interesting fact, not facts, but an interesting, um, piece of information about your behavior when you were 13 and how it has <laughs> not changed. So your friends have not seen a different version of you. Maybe there's only one. Uh, at Sounds on Sounds at the music festival, 
Eileen's whole crew seemed to be on some kind of military time where they had somewhere to be every 15 minutes or else. They they almost seemed scared. And I was like sitting, lounging, waiting for something interesting to come on stage before I gave up my very fancy and expensive. I paid a lot of money for those tickets, couches. So Eileen's sister and one of her friends came over and said, we must get up at this time to meet Eileen at the stage. We, we must get up. And I said as a joke, because like I love to mess with Eileen and like kind of make fun of her because no one does. You don't have to listen <laughs> to anything do. she says. Like, what are you talking about? Like, she's not in charge. Don't listen to her. And the friend says, we've been scared of her since we're 13. <laughs> don't let her smell blood. <laughs> I was like, do we need to have a support group? We are not scared of Eileen. Eileen does not tell us where to go. You don't have to go at four o'clock anywhere. Stay right here and I will protect you. And it just made me laugh to think that like little 13 year old you is exactly the same as 40 year old you. We were like, everyone will do what I say or I'll throw a crystal at you. A hundred percent. I don't I don't even have any defenses. And honestly, <laughs> when you were telling me the story and I was like laughing hysterically, I said to you, yeah, but they all came at four o'clock, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> they did because they're scared of you. I don't know what they think you're going to do to them. I think you're going to make them do like a, a like a, a prayer, <laughs> like, a, like a, some kind of like ritual and to be sorry. I don't know what you they think you're going to do. You're going to get angry, but you don't get angry. I don't know. I don't know why they're scared. We have to get these OG friends online and start really digging in on what's the worst thing Eileen can do to you. I, I don't think that there's anything. I, <laughs> I I mean, they're younger, so I feel like that was maybe more the thing because in that case, I was the older sister. And, you know, there's always like a level of fear when it comes to an older sibling and you're the younger sibling. So I think that was actually what you were experiencing there. Um, but my, and my sister Maura, like she, she definitely, she promised me she would come with me to that one show. So I'm going to give her the, the credit on that. And she knows so how to stand up though. for herself and how to advocate. But, um, but yeah, I think like one of the things that I've learned in therapy that has been really helpful for me, which, you know, we always try to drop a little knowledge or advice when we can, and we feel like we have a good nugget is, um, showing up authentically for your friends or with your friends. And I think the idea of old friendships being able to evolve with you is like being truthful and honest about who you become and then like, you know, letting people be with you um, or not if they can't, if they don't like you in that phase or, or can't accept you in that phase. Um, and I think that idea of like authenticity um, and kind of bonding over like the messiness of life. Like I think for a long time I tried yeah. to show up as this one way, um, and like wanted people to see me in one way. And even like on this podcast, right. It's like a very sort of like vulnerable space where we like share shit like, um, that. And I think that that's a really good piece of advice for forming stronger bonds and longer lasting friendships. I don't know. What do you think? No, I, I agree with that. And I also, to me, Obviously, I only have one person that I think about when we're talking about older friends. But to me, an older friend is also a person who you can literally say anything to because they know what you mean by now. Yeah. I, and it's not that like I'm not 
super honest or open. I clearly am. I say nonsense all day to everyone. We also had an episode (laughs) on oversharing. So clearly I don't have a problem sharing with people. But I don't, when I speak with, with an older friend, I don't have to think about her reaction at all. Like I could say something wild and she will not, she will not have any shock to her. And that's the kind of friend as you go through different stages of life, like even when you're thinking about having another child, you know, there's a way you would say to a new friend, uh, uh, disclaimer, I am not having another child. It's not a real scenario. (laughs) There will be no more children. But I did have a conversation before I had my second child. Um, And the way you'd say to a new friend, like, I don't know if I want to have another child is very different than how you'd say it to an old friend, you know? So as you're going through life, it's not only about the, you know, will the old friends keep all your secrets hidden, which they obviously will. That's how they made it this far. But it's also like diving deep into really hard situations that life throws at you in a way that only they would know how to respond to. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about judgment. Right. Right. Like that, that like, whatever they're going to judge you for, you can just, well, okay, you know, it's not going to change like your, the nature of your friendship or your relationship. So how do our new friends become old friends? I mean, it's a good, it's a good question. Cause like, we're not going to look back on college. Maybe it's going to become a, a year and amounts of time. Well, that's a good question. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if like time is the only factor in deciding like the depth of a friendship. I mean, I think that's what we're sort of suggesting is that old friends are the best friends. I don't know. I have a lot of people that I'm close to now that are like more recent connections that I certainly have like deep relationships with, but I think like also you get different things from different friendships. You know, like if, if that saying is true that you are the energy of the five people you surround yourself with most, like you're probably looking for different things and maybe you don't like how many people can you be super deep with? Like not very many, like a handful is probably like a lot in, in most circles um, or most circumstances. So like, I don't know that we need that anymore. I think what you end up looking for is people who can like expand you in other ways, whether that's parenting or career or lifestyle or I don't know, like, a podcast co-host friend <laughs> to Everyone bob around New York City with every co-host. once in a while. Get yourself a podcast co-host. Yeah. I, I don't know. That, yeah. I think that's what I think is like you kind of end up needing different things as you age. I'm not really interested in, in aging. <laughs> <laughs> I did get Botox today. Looks good. So can't really tell. It will. I mean, it always looks like pristine. Although some friends last night at dinner said to me, um, I don't think this is a compliment. They said, Do you wear foundation? Because it never looks like you have any makeup on. I think that is a compliment. It just sounds weird. You because well, it's because you have such annoyingly perfect skin. Thank that, you, but I do wear foundation, but not to like cover my skin, like to be the base of my makeup. Yeah, I think it's just because it always looks perfect, like no matter what you're doing. All right, so we'll take it as a compliment then. I think I think you should take it as a compliment. Well, I saw an interesting um, statistic when I was thinking about this earlier. Um, oh, I just closed my <laughs> 
closed the article. It was something that suggested that, because I feel like sort of supplemental to this conversation is just the idea of like the importance of having female friends. And obviously old friends is great and the exploration we've done there, but like the value of female friendships is like, you know, there's the loneliness epidemic going on and there's just like a mental health crisis and all the other things and like the value that we can get from uh, female friendships. And there was actually a stat in psychology today that said that it was actually proven to show that women that had spent more time with female friends had a lower rate of getting breast cancer. Whoa. I know it's wild, right? That is wild. I just so. had this thought, which is like not a not a smart or new one at all, but our older friends know us longer than our children will know us, than our oh, yeah. spouse will know Husbands. us. Oh my God. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, like the other old. day, I just my, we were I was walking the kids home from the bus. And Remy said, what happens if – he was asking, like, what happens if I don't pick him up from the bus? Because clearly we have done that. Um, <laughs> and I said, Aunt Lena will get you. Like, they call her aunt. And when you really think about, like, the significance of having, like, an older friend, it's like that person knows you longer than your children know you. Yeah. It is yeah. such a wild concept. Well, that's how the friend that I was with on Saturday, that's how we came up with this whole theory of like how we'd been friends for 26 years was because her daughter had made some kind of reference to like the friendship. And she was like, how long have you really been friends? And then we like did the math and we were like, oh my God, that's actually so long. But there's something like so, so basically what happened was I was in the city on Friday. It was pouring rain in a way like I've never actually seen rain poured before. And I couldn't get out on Metro North, which was my plan. And so I had to get an Uber and I was like, where am I going to go? I can't go all the way to Connecticut. It was like $600 and like, it was going to take me four hours or whatever. And I was like, oh, my best friend lives in Westchester. I'll just go there. And I got, and I had like such anxiety about like driving and I got there and she had like a beautiful glass of French wine waiting. And we like sat by the fire and watched Netflix and she ordered food for me and I slept over and like, she got me breakfast in the morning and my favorite matcha. And I was just like, there's just literally nothing better. Like the safety and security that these relationships bring is like nothing better than it. So gratitude to all the besties that we have. The old old ones and the new ones. Yes, exactly. And um, female friends, man. I think spending more time with your female friends is the uh, way to go on this episode. Do it this weekend, everyone. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Happy Friday. Bye.